love the new Seth Rollins and his beatdowns mm-hmm. and, and, and how vicious and crazed he looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like a call leader without any followers, so he's supposed to be a little bit off in the head. Yeah, um, I, th- I think his most recent heel run, you could, and people will not because they love Roman too much, so it, it robs them of sense. But you could make the argument that he is his character is among the most complete on the main roster, especially from a heel perspective. To me, he's a more complete character than Roman because he's been allowed to be. He's been allowed to sort of have these metamorphoses because when the audience turned against Seth, the WWE chose to listen. <laughs> so, so, so he's had the opportunity to play this role uh, a few times. And this uh, incarnation of him, you know, from the Monday Night Messiah to embracing the vig- vision and all this. Uh, yeah, he's, he's taking on a very, very uh, almost Jim Jones uh, type of aesthetic to me, which I feel is very enjoyable. And he actually has theme music that I like for the first time ever, which is a dangerous thing for me. Cause if you get theme, <laughs> if you get theme music, I might like you, but he also broke stinks neck. So I can never forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, this thing is actually back wrestling and uh, well, and then, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can, can't say he ended Sting's career. Um, well, so he, 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 yeah, he did. <laughs> almost. He's now the man who almost. <laughs> Listen, you <laughs> almost you end Sting's career, then uh, you should, you know you could be blacklisted. You almost end Sting's career, then you're just a good heel, right? Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you back in our recorded glory to Give Me the Book, your weekly wrestling podcast. My name is Matt Calloway. With me is the El Guapo of professional wrestling commentary and stand-up comedy, Satoyo. Thank you guys so much. Thank you all for checking us out. We will get right to it. There's a lot of talk about this week, a lot of good stuff and uh, some not so much. Uh, mostly good stuff, though, I believe. Uh, full disclosure, I was going to start off this podcast with a, a cold open i was going to have instead of our usual entrance music i was going to have uh play cranberry zombies as a joke uh as to what happened on uh, backlash but at this point so much things happened in wrestling this week that i don't think you, anybody would have even gotten the joke um but yeah, we have besides that uh i thought backlash was just uh you know six bangers of matches i enjoyed every single match no matter how bad the build-up was or how good the build-up was i think everybody delivered and over delivered just great pay-per-view i thought a good time way to spend three hours um next night on raw i thought we had a great raw for the first time it was something that i didn't see coming it was a fresh matchup we might get coffee mania too um and ricochet ricochet is getting tv time and he's getting personality he's cutting promos ricochet is on his come up i hope that they keep pushing him him and sheamus had a pay-per-view quality match on both on the pay-per-view and even better one on raw i thought and then now on friday uh the, there was a SmackDown Intercontinental title, uh, four-way, which was as good, I thought, as almost any match in the pay-per-view, safe for the main event. Um, they just, again, amazing match, and then Austin Black came back. So just a lot of great things happening for WWE, in my opinion. This was a very strong week uh, for the E, uh, but I do think we need to start 
with the main event from Backlash. Uh, Cesaro getting his first opportunity one-on-one at a title. Uh, him and Roman Reigns going 30 minutes. And I thought just knocking it out of the park, doing a, you know even better match than I expected. Had everything you could possibly want. Uh, I love the slow evolution of Roman Reigns into a uh, technician, uh, into a ring general. Uh, I love the fact that you know it was a very technical match. I love him uh, talking shit to Daniel Bryan as he's applying holds. I love the the spot where uh, he caught Cesaro coming off a corkscrew uppercut into a Superman punch. I uh, loved them both working each other's arms. I loved the selling, I loved the bumping. So it was, again, another in the long string of incredible Roman Reigns matches. Another in the long string of incredible Cesaro matches. Uh, Satoyo, what did you think of the match? What did you think of the pay-per-view? I thought overall the pay-per-view was very easy to digest. Um, you know, didn't have too many matches on it. Uh, everything seemed to get a, a good amount of time, a proper amount of time. Uh, I liked I liked it from top to bottom. To be honest, I well aside from the zombie nonsense, but I had the the good fortune of watching the pay per view out of order because I couldn't watch it exactly live. So I got the sort of I, I I didn't even know what happened. I just knew I wanted to see the second half of the show, and then I went back. Um, so I didn't have to deal with really any of that. By the time I saw it, it had no impact on me really. Uh, but I, I thought it was very good. I thought um, I thought Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and, and Braun Strowman put together a really fun triple threat. Uh, was ex- executed to perfection. I thought Bianca Belair and uh, Bailey had a very good match. I thought the main event was good. Um, I thought that they they I didn't need it to go twenty seven twelve. Didn't need it to do that. It could have done twenty one for me, uh, especially given how I figured it ended as I thought it was going to end. But I thought that it was a very, very good match, uh, very enjoyable. I like the selling. I like that, you know, not so much just the evolution of the Roman Reigns character, um, because now Roman sort of has to do everything. You know, it's he's like he's like Triple H in reverse. So when Triple H was on the come up, he was the technical wrestler. And it was his feud with Cactus Jack that made people understand that he could be tough as well. Uh, I think they're doing that in reverse. Now Roman has to be the technical, like he can do everything. I obviously think that they have to do that if they want to establish him as a very dominant champion. I was actually more impressed with Cesaro because it's putting him in that position, which I I, I totally believe that he could carry that load, but it was, it was uh, a reaffirmation to see him do it. Uh, and I thought they had a very, uh, I thought they had a good match again, as I said on last week's podcast, because I knew the direction that we were going into, I couldn't get too amped up for it. Um, because I know it's about teasering him. Now I'm more interested to see what they do going forward as we have seen on SmackDown, but I did like it. I thought it was a very easy digestible pay-per-view. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I do think we'll know what's next for Cesaro. I think it's going to be him and Seth Rollins. Uh, running it back, which I do not mind at all. That match WrestleMania was good, but it was kind of short. I think we only gave him 10 minutes because it was yep. WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, their second match, we had interference. I think their last match, their blow-off match, is going to be Hell in a Cell. I think they'll give them, again, plenty of time to go. And um, you can justify either one winning, to be honest with yep. you. I would not be mad, uh, no matter how they book it. I, I do love the, again, love the new Seth Rollins and his beatdowns mm-hmm. and, and, and how vicious and crazed he looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks like a call leader without any followers, so he's supposed to be a little bit off in the head. Yeah, um, I, th- I think his most recent hero- heel run, you could, and people will not, because they love Roman too much, so it, it robs them of sense. But you could make the argument that he is 
his character is among the most complete on the main roster, especially from a heel perspective. To me, he's a more complete character than Roman because he's been allowed to be. He's been allowed to sort of have these metamorphoses because when the audience turned against Seth, the WWE chose to listen. <laughs> so, so, so he's had the opportunity to play this role uh, a few times. And this uh, incarnation of him, you know, from the Monday Night Messiah to embracing the vig- vision and all this. Uh, yeah, he's, he's taking on a very, very uh, almost Jim Jones uh, type of aesthetic to me, which I feel is very enjoyable. And he actually has theme music that I like for the first time ever, which is a dangerous thing for me. Cause if you get theme, <laughs> if you get theme music, I might like you, but he also broke stinks neck. So I can never forget. <laughs> well, so this thing is actually back wrestling and uh, well, and then, uh, yeah, then, yeah. So he, yeah. You can't say he had this thing's career. Um, well, so he, 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 yeah, he did. <laughs> almost. He's now the man for yeah. almost. <laughs> Listen, you yeah. almost, you end things career. Then uh, you should, you know, you could be blacklisted. You almost end in career that you're just a good heel right um, <laughs> right but, yeah i'm excited again uh to see what, what you know again how the match turns out and what they end up doing with either one of them i do think i, I think seth gets his win back uh and then yeah we'll actually see what they end up doing with cesaro and where he sells i think he's going to be right back on the upper mid card speaking of um so the first person i guess i'll talk next about uh since we touched on upper mid card is i love what they're doing with again um uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I think the little repackaging of him with uh, the new King Nakamura and uh, the uh, it's the most interesting Baron Corbin and most appropriate use of him. I think in, in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I love the the new intro. I love Boogs. The the you yeah. guys. Yeah. I think they're like okay. It, it feels like they finally gave when Nakamura is and who he's supposed to be. How you present him. Yeah, Nakamura, I mean, again, people, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I'm a fan of it, King Nakamura. I like, obviously, they're not going to really call him the king of strong style too much. They're going to want to stay away from that. Uh, but Shinsuke just has so much to offer still. I mean, again, he's only 42. And people have to remember, this guy's just been such a sleeper throughout. After they gave him the Rumble win and he didn't win at Mania, which I was actually okay with. I felt that that was AJ's time and he should have had that run. I did, but I also realized how badly they were going to use him going forward. But we also have to remember, he snuck in you know, a pretty decent Intercontinental title reign. He snuck in a tag title reign with Cesaro. Like he has so much to offer in that mid-card stasis. And he's got so much natural charisma that audiences do gravitate towards when you have audiences in the room because he's a naturally charismatic guy. The language barrier be damned. He's special. So that's not a requirement. Some people are just special. And he is one of those people. He don't got to give you a five minute promo in English. He do- Actually, I don't want that from him. I, I want, I want, he's got, he's got swag juice, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I want, he, he gives you that Freddie Mercury, that Prince thing. And uh, I like the fact that this is easily the most interesting that Baron Corbin has ever been because he's in there with someone infinitely more interesting than him. And that person is taking a thing that none of us liked about him. And now he says, I have it. And we like the fact that the other guy has it. So, yes, I agree. Yeah, that's the one thing. And again, since we're on uh, giving WWE compliments right now, what's happening, especially on the SmackDown side, is there's the, the, the upper mid card is so strong. Mm-hmm. which is perfect because money in the bank is coming up and like mm-hmm. i am so cool with like dozen options that they can go with pretty much anybody who was <clears> in <throat> the continent title the the aforementioned uh, seth Rollins, cesaro seth Rollins, and again that's just smackdown you know they're, they're doing a good job on raw warming up ricochet uh 
the Damien uh, Damien Priest is still getting a push. I'm not necessarily in love with how they've been using him, but at least they care about him. They care enough about him to a keep giving him wins and b hold them off and not push him too quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Riddle is obviously somebody they have an eye on as well. So there's just a lot of options they can go with. And while we're giving WWE compliments, this week was probably I was so impressed with WWE because the news came out that they switched around Hell in a Cell and Money in the Bank. Uh-huh. Because they want want to be in front, uh, money in the bank to be in front of uh, fans and hell in a cell. They know it's it's the hell in a cell matches don't really work. And it's like, oh my god, you guys are actually thinking ahead instead of booking yourself in the corner and like trying yeah. to get out of it. Yeah. You guys actually realize that you own the company and you don't yeah. have to ride around it. Well, isn't it interesting when you when you live through a global pandemic? When the actual and here's what I'm coming to realize, especially with WWE, I think every other wrestling promotion, every other major wrestling promotion in the world has already known this. But WWE has lost sight of this to a degree that being in front of your fans is so important. And and they understand after not having it. Now, it's been good because they've been able to sort of, you know, uh, retcon a lot of things and sort of be like, this is a perfect way to sort of retrain the audience in a way. But it's also they they understand, oh, we miss them. And that's you want to give them something they can enjoy, because, again, this was a company that was giving out so much content that it could just pack 20,000 people into an arena and give them a night of garbage and say you were happy. You were lucky to have it. They understand that's not the case anymore. They understand that it's a mutually beneficial relationship. And some people would say they never forgot that. Yes, they did. Stop lying. (laughs) They totally did. Uh, And now, yes, they have to actually think ahead. Um, Doesn't mean, of course, they're getting everything right. But it is important that we're doing this so that you guys know that we can give them compliments. Mike always will. I'm much more critical of them. But in this regard, they are totally doing the right thing. I mean, they had a really good week. They had just an excellent week. Um, on the red and blue brands, especially with what they're doing going forward, because they made sure the next night to give you something to be like, oh, yeah, oh, my, what are we doing here? Yeah, the last last person I want to give a uh, high praise to again, somebody I think we, uh, we, we I think we will mention them every week, but we never really go in depth too much. I'm not going to go in depth too much now, but man, Drew McIntyre needs to be talked about more as one of the best in the world. He that is, man um, can have just such incredible matches with everybody because yep. the build to this triple threat was yep. trash and we, we yep. trashed it rightfully so. Yep. Man, the fact that they still went out and had a good match and the fact that I knew how it was going to end. As yeah. soon as he, um, uh, Bobby Lashley went through the LED lights, Joe McIntyre went yep. back to get him and he couldn't find them. Like, all right, I know how this yeah. is going to end. Yeah. But man, I was so entertained because, uh-huh. and it was mostly Drew. Drew yes. against uh, the, the five minutes of Drew against um, Braun Strowman to finish was awesome. Yeah. Drew and Bobby Lashley still is, yeah, he's just incredible, bro, man. Bro, honestly, I'll, and I'll be honest, I remember sending you a clip of him from years ago yep. when I was like, this guy's one of the best in the world. Because I, w- I was watching him. Sorry to interrupt. It was World Culture. Yeah. Back when yeah, World Culture had their own wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and this guy, I mean, I'm so, I'm so, I hate to even say, I'm so happy for this guy and so proud because he's one of the best. He's he's the man. I mean, like when you talk about, to me, it's like on that on that brand, especially Drew, uh, Finn, um, Seth, Roman, definitely like, but Drew, especially, man, from that Royal Rumble that he won, just the lead up, that dude, even when they were doing nothing with him, he was so special and effective. And the minute that they gave this guy the ball, he has just been running with the ball through one running with the ball through one of the most precarious times in all of professional wrestling, not damn WWE, in all of 
professional wrestling. And this guy could, yeah, you're absolutely right. This guy, uh, imagine a baby face who's so good being that size, that physical, but can, you know, he's the old saying, he could go out, he could go out there and have a, have a great match with a broomstick. The guy is special. The guy is absolutely special. Yeah. And again, a very incredible. I, I do again want to see what happens next with him. I don't know if he's going to be a, a new, uh, like a member of the New Day running buddy, or if they kind of Some, summer summer slam Drew McIntyre WWE champion. That's I so. what I think. That's what I, I, I think. So, man. That's what I think. Uh, it's, not, it's not saying anything bad again about Bobby Lashley, but man, Bobby's no Bobby. And here's the thing: Bobby's been excellent. I think Bobby has been excellent as WWE champion thus far. I think they booked him very, very appropriately. They booked him strongly. Even if you take it off of him at SummerSlam, you can still give Bobby an out. There's nothing wrong with giving a dominant heel out because it's not like I want to see Bobby leave the world title picture because realistically, you can't really afford to have him leave the world. You can take the title off him, but it's not like you can put someone else in there in his place. Braun is shot. Uh, uh, Keith Lee, they overbooked and he appears to have a medical issue or they have no plans for him. So you can keep Bobby around that periphery because again, let's not forget heels do get two, three, four times, you know, it happens. So he doesn't go nowhere, but Bobby is, Bobby is a killer. It's the, he's the, he's the immovable object, you know, and Drew is the indestructible force. And I think Drew, uh, I give him so much credit at mania. Those two guys, I was so happy for them. Because one, they pulled me in. They really made me believe. And that was such a physical match. And you could tell that that was their time to prove we deserved it. And guess what? You're only going to give us 17 minutes. That's all we need. And they tore the house down first match of Mania back in front of the fans. I would love to see them run it back again at SummerSlam again. And, um, you know, uh, Drew get his flowers. And that's the, that's the main thing to me at this point. Um, this is, this is not a meritocracy, but Drew deserves it. The people fuck with Drew. We saw it at mania. They were 100% with Drew and they hated Lashley, which was brilliant. I loved it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the one thing I can say is badly as they have booked raw, I can always appreciate the fact that Drew and Bobby have made chicken salad from chicken shit from the past year of their respective title reigns, either as WWE champion or as U.S. champion to WWE champion. Absolutely. Um, I am excited to see what, what's going to happen with the Coffee Kingston thing. I will say this, Woo! if you have criticism, in, in yeah. one, one bit of criticism of WWE this week is, again, last week we talked about how WWE has sent all their, like, especially on Raw side, all their superstars to tag team division to spice mm-hmm. it up. So now you kind of have to break up, not break up, but like you have to kind of pluck Coffee Kingston mm-hmm. from the tag team division to hit him up just because you are out of bodies at this point, especially now with the Miz suffering an injury as well. So uh, but that being said, I am excited to see what they can do. We know Coffee Kingston came deliver in the main event. Well, as an underdog, if he can yes. do the main event. Of, of, of course he can. He can totally deliver in a main event. Also keep in mind, that is the first man, I believe, to pin Bobby Lashley in a year. So people want to sit there and they want to say what they want to say about the tremendous dominant reign of Roman Reigns. It is important to remember who shows up and wrestles almost every single Raw. It is Bobby Lashley. So you people, you show your respect, you (laughs) Roman Reigns sycophants. The man comes in with his whack music, walks slow with his ugly beard and does nothing and sits in an awful recliner chair that you can find at, at 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 the IKEA. 
where Bobby Lashley comes in, $3,000 suits looking like a million bucks, and he is wrestling every single night. Your tribal chief is not doing that. It's Bobby Lashley that has been doing that. And Bobby Lashley has been defending that title and wrestling so much that eventually a loss would happen. Why? Because real champs don't take days off. And now Kofi Kingston finds himself in a position where he could actually get his first rematch at the WWE Championships since losing it to Brock Lesnar. My God, my God, my God. And I love the fact that we weren't supposed to forget about that either. By yes. the way, they uh, they paid homage to it and to that loss in the very yep. f- in the very first few seconds of uh, of the match on Raw as well. Yes, man. Yes. So excited to see you again. So just a good shout out to Raw, shout out to, shout out to NXT, NXT again. Yes. Zoe Starks is still. I'm still. Uh, I'm on that train. I am. That's. I I, I'm, I keep buying Zoe Stark uh, stock, and I can't wait till she to cash in and, and show that I was the first person on board. You are. Okay. I, I give you that one. I love her. I love Tony Storm. I hope Vince McMahon never lays eyes on them. I think so, <laughs> I want I, like, is there any way that they can just continue to get the bag and Vince never look at them with his body shaming eyes? I just don't ever want him to see them. Um, but yeah, Zoe, you were totally 100% right about Zoe Stark. Uh, Tony Storm also is just a beast. But yeah, Zoe Stark, she's she she has uh, she has she got she got that she got that thing. And they made me care about again Bronson Reed. I like them. Never cared about him too much. They made me care. They made me care yeah. about him winning the title. Yeah. I thought that was very well done. But they got me. I mean, I was like, I looking back, it's like, yeah, Bronson had to win. But I was like, no, you lose, and then you go back to the back of the line. And then as the match was going, I was like, oh my, he, he might do this. And then when he did it, I was like, oh my. And it's it's perfect. They got a they got a big colossal baby face. I mean, that's that's true. That's great. That's just tremendous. And they've they've done a proper build of it. You know, this guy is. He's had to go through a lot to get that title. And he's had to basically deal with the way and, you know, L.A. Knight and, and Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. These names are so ridiculous. But, you know, it's, he's, had to, he's had to do all that. But when you say him back to back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, God, these are terrible names. You got to get like a, just like a mic in there or something. Right. Just, yeah. 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 Like a nice mic or Chris somewhere in there. Yeah. Chris, a Mark. <laughs> Mark. Mark. You know, it's a good name. It's, hmm. a, it's more of a stable name, but uh, Hit Row is a great stable name and it's That's a great a stable. I am, yes. a- I'm very excited for it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think they've got uh, good things there. Uh, a lot of good, I mean, yeah, there are a lot of good things on NXT. I wish I was more emotionally invested into the brand, uh, but it, to, to me, and I look at NXT like an objectively funny comedian who does not cater to my sensibilities. Hmm. I know it's objectively good, and I'll watch that. And I'm like, that's just very structurally solid. For the most part, but I'm like, yeah, it's not my thing, but I know it's excellent without question. No, it's more than fair. And I do think there's something missing from NXT at the moment. I don't know where it is. It's just there is no, there isn't that main guy kind of carrying the ball for the brand, if that well, makes sense. I, they win, uh, they kind of the, it felt that way before uh, Adam Cole and, uh, and Kyle Riley had their feud. Once they had their feud, it was like, oh, okay, something interesting is happening, right? Because mm-hmm. it feels very, even though it's no shame to Kevin Cross, but he hasn't had that challenge yet. He's still kind of working with Finn Balor. What so I think right it, now I, it just feels like a very strong mid card with no no through line. To kind of well, I, I I think unfortunately you know you need that you need that with a crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, so I'm a full believer that Cross Balor would have been that if it was in front of a crowd, but unfortunately it wasn't. So it you know it, it again I, I I hate to do it, but I am I'm, I just put an asterisk on all of it. It's just like yeah, I mean. We didn't get that with the crowd. We got Bobby versus Drew with the crowd, and we saw what that did. We did not get that with the crowd. And when you know that, like, think of how effective Finn would have been 
mm-hmm. in front of a crowd. Oh, man. Same, yeah, it's at, a shame we missed that 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 yeah. that run yeah. in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. You were correct, and uh, you know, no doubt it would have been the crowd. But I'm still looking forward to their match. By the way, this yes. coming Wednesday as well. Okay. So now let's move on from uh, WWE again. Great weekend. We I think we've given plenty of props. Uh, there's plenty of things happening outside. There's just a lot, a lot of things. Uh, the first thing I, in my opinion, the biggest news is uh, we're getting Andrade in the Kenny Omega match and Mania this August. It's a, a huge announcement. Uh, much more excited about that than when I found out Andrade was going to wrestle Alberto Del Rio, which is a match I don't think anybody asked for. No disrespect right. to Del Rio, who's a solid worker, but you know, and we don't really need to see you ever again. Um, but Kenny Omega Andrade, that should be, I mean, I, you cannot have expectations high enough for that match, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I think it'll be an excellent match. I think, uh, again, especially with matches like that, especially with Triple Mania and, and Lucha Libre, uh, I think the build is going to be so crucial. And I hope that they, it looks like I've watched some of the vignettes that they've both been doing towards each other. So it looks like they're taking time on that, which it will be interesting to see. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sh- maybe there's been a bigger uh, triple mania main event, but I can't remember one uh, as of late. And keep in mind, we've had Alberto come back in years prior and all this. I, I just can't think of one. This is a really uh, groundbreaking one for them. And uh I, I think they'll deliver. I mean, Andrade La Sombra was already one of the better workers in the world and seems to have really found himself. It's a shame that WWE did not maximize what they had. Um, but now, you know, he has the opportunity to show everyone, he's, everyone what he's made of against the guy who is, I'm sorry, a real world champion. <laughs> so it's a perfect pairing in that regard in that Omega, I mean, this is like squaring off against Omega. We do have to give it the legitimacy that it deserves because the guy is a real world champion in that he works for a company that works with other companies. So you're able to do things like that. Also, he has been voted the most popular foreigner in the history of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that carries a lot of weight. Um, and he's beloved. I mean, they just they they did the polling again this year, and he's not even there, and he still won. I mean, this is a guy who we we cannot minimize uh, Kenny's achievements. We cannot minimize every belt that he has touched has gotten better because he's a, he's gotten a hold of it. And I I think that the belt that has 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 had the least. Uh, that's been the least pushed up of all those is the AEW belt because it was already in good condition. He just took it from the man. So then it was strong because of that. But Impact got the rub. Triple A, he's had the mega championship for a while and it's only gotten the rub. So uh, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a very, very interesting piece of it. It reminds me of just a good boxing match. And I'm like, oh, this is very interesting. Yeah. Speaking of New Japan, um, just a string of Belloc. You know, not, not a very good not, uh, two weeks for them. <laughs> Uh, forceful offspring, uh, breaks his neck. Yep. Um, unfortunately, wish him obviously, you know, uh, a speedy recovery and the uh, hope he's doing well. Has to vacate the title after he won defense. Uh, again, this title, it almost reminds me the uh, the ultimate, what was the universal title? Uh, yeah. when that first got started, where it was like, oh my god, is this cursed? Yeah. Um, and yeah, just a bit, you know, uh, uh Ibushi was in his first defense, and we haven't seen him since. I don't know what's up. He's probably just needed the break, to be honest. He well, yeah, he, he 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 suffered a really bad ankle injury in the match with uh, with uh, uh, Naito night one, 
of Wrestle Kingdom and then went and put a 48 minute classic with Jay White on. So he Still was on special for you, by the way. Yeah, easily, easily, without question, easily. Uh, but he, I think we have to, if we look back and we're being honest, the moment he got out of Wrestle Kingdom, he was on borrowed time, dude. And the way everything got set up and all that, like he was banged up, the way he was positioned, uh, from what it appears, was not very favorable with the Japanese audiences. And um, he couldn't hold the belt properly, which, you know, <laughs> I knew I knew it was over for him then. And then Osprey beats him and then Osprey wears the belt. I'm like, oh, the belt actually looks good. It, it was because so, it, yeah, it, it, they, they've had a string of bad luck. Oh, uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Ubushi's banged up. Now you have this situation with Osprey, whom they really I think they were looking at him like you're our new Omega. And now his next messed up. And at the worst possible timing, because especially for Osprey, because, you know, he put his life on that and uh, that's that's tough. So hopefully he has a, has a speedy and most importantly, a healthy recovery. Yeah. And then, you know, not, not, not stopping there. Uh, there was a, a COVID. Oh, yeah, that's right. A COVID spread happening yes. in uh, New Japan as well. We just found out, you know, was it today that you, yeah. you like as soon as we right before we started recording, uh, Okada is one of the people who unfortunately caught it. Uh, seems to be all right. Seems to be asymptomatic, I believe. Uh, let me know because yeah, you just he was, so he was so yeah. So word is he was getting a lot of negatives, and then he started to show mild symptoms, and then he took it, and then you know he he finally popped positive. So, um, but it appears to be in good spirits. They did not really go into too much detail about the severity, so I would imagine that it's it doesn't appear to be too severe. But uh, I think we we really have to realize, man, we're. We're still in a global pandemic, and I know that a lot of us are itching to get back to quote unquote normal. Uh, let's remember two things. One, the normal was trash. That's the first thing. Number two, it doesn't necessarily work that way. Uh, so I, I'm only hoping that we, as especially in the U.S., as we go back to these live events and stuff like that, that we're being as cautious. I mean, it's about risk management at this point. Uh, I'm just fearful that if Japan a country that actively engages in risk management can have this happen at the top of their card, then what happens to a country like the United States that engages in no risk management? None. We only work in extremes. Um, so this, if it happens to them over there, I have, I have, I have great concerns uh, about, about how we're going to handle it or not handle it uh, going forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do not, uh, you know, don't think you want to dodge because you got to, you know, this vaccine. Be on the lookout for boosters. Be, you know, don't throw out your masks just yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stay, please, please stay vigilant. Please stay vigilant. The situation is so precarious because imagine a company that has done so many things right. <laughs> mm -hmm. But as I mean, you're talking about a place that for the most part engages in really brilliant storytelling, um, consistently makes stars. Uh, really respects their weight classes and, and takes these things very, very seriously. And you just had their top junior get hurt again. Uh, mm -hmm. And now you have this situation with Osprey getting hurt. Okada had a bad back and now has COVID. Uh, Naito's been banged up. Abushi just tore up, you know, really banged up his ankle. And he, I mean, throughout this pandemic, this is a comp and even before I mean, these guys were just working at breakneck pace and even though even the even the best machines start to break down. So I'm really hoping that they can get it back together again. Now they need to do the right thing, which is immediately put Jay White <laughs> into the main event. 
for the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Who are you going to, first of all, first of all, realistically, now, you know, Osprey, tremendous talent. But you guys all know, best heel in the business is King Switch. You guys all know that realistically, he's one of their most special talents in the world, period. But as, as far as, he, like, I mean, if, it, if there's any man who can right the ship, it is King Switch. Because um, because I guess because guess what he won the never title and it never meant more. Uh, you see what I did there? Okay. Well done. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I would not be mad at that at all. Mm-hmm. So right now there is no baby face I can think of. I mean Shingo, Shingo's red. I mean maybe yeah, maybe that's good. That's what you do. You have um, JY win the title and have Shingo chase him. Mm-hmm. Um, why why not? Because people love Shingo. I mean Shingo's yeah, above, and, Go ahead. No, and people what people number one people love Shingo. People mm-hmm. want to get behind Shingo. And I mean, again, Shingo, he's, he, he's Shingo is special in that. I wasn't on board with him initially, but I'm like, yeah, dude's dude's dope. Um, but also, you know, Jay, Jay, bro, it's, 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 it's Jay. Everything they did, listen, they built up Osprey. They did that. They, you know why they did that? Because Jay was already so high above. They said, hey, let's give. But now you need King Switch to come in and be the best in the world. It, officially, in title. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you still have a good list of um, of guys who kind of never got the title. Who now, as a fan, you might want to. You have Ishii, you have uh, Gato, who never had the run. You know the, the legends. You have uh, Sabata. Um, yeah, so there's like a long list of guys who who Jay can work with. Very quickly, Satoshi Kojima will be wrestling in Impact Wrestling. That's a big deal. Uh, 50 years old and looks better than he's ever looked physically. It can still throw one of the best clotheslines in the business. So be on the lookout for the legendary uh, multiple-time IWGP champion, multiple-time uh, All Japan Triple Crown World Heavyweight Champion, Satoshi Kojima, in, in Impact in the United States. I'm so excited about what Impact New Japan uh, and, and you know have been able to do, and along with AEW, lesser with AEW through it throughout this entire process. Uh, it's a shame that we have the pandemic, but because uh, imagine how big all of this would be, you know, and, 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 uh, and uh, I can, I, again, man, it's, it's special now, but ugh, if there was no pandemic, boy, I tell you what, mm, when I would, what I, that happening, by the way, I think he's on the next taping of uh, impact. So oh, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know who's, uh, yeah, I don't know who he's fighting yet, but he's going to be there. And uh, hopefully you guys will check him out and then you'll like what he's done. So you get to backtrack and really know about this man's uh, uh, prestigious career. Yeah. I think we briefly touched on under siege last mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, this, it, it, it's a really, it was a really cool show. I still haven't yet to watch it fully, just being fully honest. There's just been too yes. much, too many matches yeah. uh, to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah there's, <laughs> there's, it's just a lot. Yeah. Um, but we did watch, I did watch AEW this week, AEW Dynamite, thought that was good, I thought, I think the build, uh, to Double or Nothing is, is, uh, is been done really well, which is not surprising, I mean, a, the one thing AEW does really well every week is kind of builds to the next thing, and the way they, they have their shows, and they, they do a great job of that, and they do an even better job of hyping all their pay-per-views, right. so yeah, there's not a single matchup I can think of that did not get, I mean, you can make an argument Miro and Lance Archer was a little kind of last minute thrown in, but I still want to see it like really badly. You have a new, you have a new champion. Yep. Uh, he's going to absolutely destroy. Um, forgot the young man he's facing next week. Uh, oh yeah. Um, 
I don't know, some man who wants to die. <laughs> that's right. Some, <laughs> that's right. You're fighting uh, Miro. You must want to die. Like, that's just what it is. You must want to die. And Miro will break you, and then he'll say, I forgive you, and then it'll be okay. Like, so I can't remember. I'm so, guy, in this regard, guys, hey, we try to stay on top of it. There's so much wrestling. But I also, oh, Miro's fighting someone. When Miro was fighting Darby, I said, oh, the face painted boy is going to die and acquiesce the TNT title. And sure enough, it happened. So when you fight Miro, you die. That's just what happens. I don't think Lance Archer is going to die. You think Lance Archer is going to die as well? Everybody dies. <laughs> but it has to be Lance first. I think Miro escapes Lance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think, because no one's really washed Lance because look at him. <laughs> so, but I think, I, I think, I think Miro gets by Lance. I think Miro gets by Lance. Man, Anthony Ogogo is, I am, he's still a little green in the ring, but man, Isn't I love he the way his presentation and Isn't boy, he oh boy, mm. boy, oh boy, should they think about doing that double turn? Isn't, isn't he a goddamn great promo? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you something right now, and here's the real thing. And again, I am a Cody Rose fan, but we must be careful when we engage in these types of things that's, that, that uh, uh, we don't want too many vanity projects, right? You see it all throughout wrestling. You see it in all forms of entertainment. Someone, you know, I saw the great Muda, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. When he started Wrestle One, it became a vanity project, basically for him, which he's, he didn't need. Um, you know, he's doing great things with uh, with the GHC and, and pro wrestling Noah now, but he had a period of just doing vanity shit. You know, uh, uh, Cody is does a great job of booking things for himself and to give people shine and to give them a platform. This thing with QT, and so I always give him that. The thing with QT has been done very, very well. But you have a star in Anthony Agogo, who's legit, um, whom you can really build in a different way than you can build everyone else. If Cody wins that match, you're just—it's like you're, again, he needs people to work with. He can't beat them all. You have to let this thing extend a little bit further. And with Anthony, yeah, he's green, so work around his strengths and hide those weaknesses. Um, but yeah, I think I think Anthony has just been a bomb promo. And I think he, because he's on a more historically correct side, for us, he's the baby face. For people in Florida, they love what Cody's saying. So it doesn't really, Cody can spew that. And he knows, I don't, I don't think Cody's dumb. He's pandering. So it, like every baby face, well, he panders. Um, it's just simple, that he, simple stuff that he's pandering with. Anthony Ogogo is Nigerian and British. Cody has no chance. Let's just keep it real. <laughs> Cody's done. As a Nigerian, I can sit there and tell you when we face someone like that, especially when they're from Georgia, it's over for them. It should be. If this was a real thing, it would be finished for them. Anthony Agogo is a legit accomplished fighter. He is a little green, but guess what? He can throw a punch in the ring. That's better than like 90% of the wrestlers out there. So I'll take that. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 lo- I love Agogo. I love what they're doing with him. He's special. He's different. And Cody's finished. But again, Cody says for one night only, I'm going as the American dream. And honestly, yeah, if Cody, Cody, if you were Cody of two years ago, you would do the right thing. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your head right now. The Cody verse. I think he wins. And I hope we get a beat down. Like, if you want to listen, he's Cody, you know, is very much a wrestling historian. Everything, you know, he does and his programs kind of is, has been done before somewhere else. And he kind of picks up repurposes it, you know, with his own version. This is the time to do the Bret Hart double turn, man. Yeah, have yeah. have Ogogo tap out, beat, beat him up afterwards, injure him, 
having been gone for months mm-hmm. in the behind the scenes, he can get a little bit, you know, a little bit better. And we come back to a baby face pop to yeah. beat the crap off Cody. I would say, I would say, have Ogogo not tap out. I would say, have Cody, yeah, have yeah, have Cody brass nucks him. Mm. So so like a like a revenge thing. Have Cody catch him with the brass nucks in the solar plexus, like a go-go caught him, puts him in that figure four. A go-go can't breathe along with the pain, passes out. Cody's mad because. He understood he couldn't whoop him clean. And again, here's the thing about that match. I don't think it should go long. I don't think it should go very long because that's not the point. It needs to be impactful. Um, but, uh, you know, if Cody wants to make stars. That's how you do it. But I'm going to say this. I want to hold out hope. I'm taking a go-go for the win. I want to, I want to get even harder with it. I'm going to say I'll go-go for the win. And then when <laughs> Cody, and then when Cody lies to us, I will sit there and say, well, you see, you can't have Americans losing at a time when they're actually losing. Ah, you can't listen. He's not losing his first. He's the only matches America Gym, whatever that means. And he I know he's paying homage to his dad. His dad who lost a lot, by the way. Yes. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good way to pay homage to, to Dusty Rose mm-hmm. is to take that L. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least get a dusty win. Um, and I think we actually did a good job running through. I think I'm, I might have uh, not paced myself. I think we kind of just like speed through the week. Did we, did we miss anything? Yeah, no, we did. Oh, of course. Um, God damn it. Yeah. I keep forgetting about this. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yes, we had the, the big news that uh, there was a lot of NXT talent release. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there was a Vanessa Bourne. Uh, there was uh, David Worst. I believe that's how I'm saying his name. I never took the time to learn his name, and I don't particularly care to. To be quite frank, um, but then the the, the next day, um, and again also the NXT women's roster is just stacked. I mean, I just, yeah, you know, couldn't yeah. find a place, but she she can definitely have a career. I was always liked Alexander Wolf, um, yep. former member of Sandy. I was he always kind of wrestled the way I would have wrestled. We always have like yeah. our our like uh, uh, creative wrestler. Like right, if I would what I would do, and I just be the love knees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of knees, a lot of elbows, yep. and some, yep. uh, some uh, German suplexes. And yeah. he did those well, man. Um, he did. He did. So, yeah, a lot yeah, of the, yeah. a lot of a lot of those guys. You know, again, sanity was a missed opportunity right there. But um, hopefully, uh, Alexander, he's talented. He'll land on his feet. You know, he'll so. land. I mean, on yeah, his feet. he can always go back to Europe. He can always work again, <laughs> like an impact. Or you know, there's plenty of places where he can go. Uh, decent character, very good hot tag. There's yes. one. I couldn't find it, unfortunately. I was trying to send it to you. Uh, but if you go, I believe it's in the Brooklyn match, Brooklyn Takeover, mm-hmm. uh, Sanity versus Authors of Pain, another tag team, unfortunately, no longer on the roster, um, where he gets a hot tag and he delivers two beautiful German suplexes to those, you know, big guys, to yeah. Occam and uh, Razor. And yeah, yeah um, just again, very talented guy and uh, hope to see him somewhere else. Yes, I do want to I do want to sit here and say, because I do think that if we're going to talk about the nonsense of some of these individuals who got their comeuppance, we should talk about, you know, people who were who had so much more to contribute. But, you know, uh, life had different plans for them. Uh, It was uh, a year ago today that Hana Kimura uh, took her life. Uh, A very young, talented, 22 year old uh, Japanese professional wrestler, one of the first women uh, to wrestle in the Wrestle Kingdom last January. Um, she, you know, was very talented and apparently so well liked. And, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, she was getting some, some bad press that, uh, she couldn't handle, couldn't stick around, but, uh, you know, RIP to her on a year to the day of her passing. And, uh, you know, when you have bright spots like that in this business, you know, 
in the professional wrestling business, you want to uplift. You don't want to make those people feel bad, you know, especially when they're out there giving their bodies and so on and so forth. When they have a tremendous upside, we're all critical and all that stuff. I, that is the name of the game if we choose to do this. But I can sit there and safely say, like, uh, looking back at the bullying that she was going through and receiving uh, was totally uncalled for, man. And not everyone's mentally, not everyone shrugs that type of stuff off, man. We're all sensitive in some degree or fashion, unless you're a sociopath. So uh, rest in peace to her. Indeed. Um, and I think it's a good kind of just reminder. Look, we're all, as as you mentioned, look, if, if Satori can go and be and compliment WWE for a week, I think we yeah. can all be we nice. Can all... Look, we're all about to go back. Yeah. Live events are on, uh, coming back. Live wrestling is coming back. Go there, enjoy it, and even just just remember, just respect the performance, man. Like, yeah. even if somebody is not as talented as you want it to be, even if somebody botches a move where you think they botch a move and it's not really a botch move, man, they really are like trying. Like, they do this, yes, because they they love they love doing it, and yes, because of money and fame, but they do it because they, they love the role of the crowd. Trust yep. me, as somebody who's who's done you know things of live nature entertainment, yes, it was out of selfish reasons, but the ultimate point was because I had joy in making other people laugh and exactly. enjoy themselves. And I think that's pretty much what drives all entertainers, man. They just want you to have a good time. Yeah. Um, so just you know, even if you're not a fan of somebody, don't don't be don't be a bad person. Don't because again, because think about God forbid that happens again. But well, how you know how would you feel if that happens again? Yeah. Like that. So. Um, just a little something to keep in mind as as we're going back to live events. A little something to keep in mind as we are on the internet. Uh, Satoya, do you have any recommendations for the match of the week? You know, I've been thinking really hard about this, Mike Alloy. I have been racking my brain. I have been sitting back here. I have I've been in a tizzy. I've been so frustrated, and I figured it out. Oh God, this is. Uh, I believe it is. It's from Judgment Day, two thousand and three. I want to say. Eddie Guerrero versus Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental title. Uh, just an ex. I mean, uh, RVD and Eddie had such great chemistry. Uh, when Eddie came back, maybe it's maybe it's the 2002. It was Judgment Day. Yeah, it's it was the one yeah. where Ric Flair yeah. and the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the 2002 Judgment Day, and um, uh, I didn't really like the card. I remember buying the paper. I, I I was weirdly disappointed with every match. Like even the Jericho Hell in the Cell match, I was like Jericho Triple H. I was like, this is this is when I was starting to see. I was like, why is this not good? <laughs> like I was having. A, I remember watching this Hell in the Cell match, and I'm like, what's the prop, Jericho? I was like, what's happening? Why am I not engaging? Um, but that's when I was starting to see. But th- those two, Eddie, Eddie was Eddie was so flipping good, man. Like really really special and rvd was also just such an athletic freak but him and eddie just messed so well and this was just a tremendous wrestling match and i just loved everything about it i love the finish if you actually watch the whole match you you can you can see something recently that was done in pro wrestling and you'll know where where that where where he got his style from that's one of my favorites but yeah that's the match Mike, what about yourself? I, I'm, I'm going to cheat this week. I'm just going to say watch everything we've talked about because yeah. there's so much good wrestling happening this yeah. week. Yeah. And all, honestly, if you, you know, and, and even the stuff we, we touched on last week, if you watched, and if you have, if you watched Under Siege, if you watched Backlash, if you watched Raw, SmackDown, 
uh, NXT, NXT UK, AW, AW Dark, AW Elevation. The man don't watch any more wrestling. I think I, I think mean, your or, job is done. And, and bro, not for not NWA Power, NWA on, Power on top of Ring of MLW Honor, like MLW. Davy Richards is coming back to MLW. Davy Richards is coming back to pro wrestling. He's going to MLW. I am worried about that surgically repaired that 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 surge that reconstructed knee that he has. But just the fact that Davy Richards is going to be back in a pro wrestling ring that's huge. There's so much wrestling, man. But yeah, I mean. I mean, you're you're right to do that. <laughs> I, I do it again this week. Yeah, I just I I didn't. I'm not gonna pretend. I thought about you know I could I could give you a match on top of my head. That I really yeah. like but honestly. That's I rather do be honestly. I I don't want to ruin the sanctity of this of the yeah. match week. I that's rather fair. do my fair research, watch something, that? and and you know now I'll have a recommendation ready for you guys for next week. This is a wrestling podcast with integrity. God damn it! It's, it, it, it's all we have. It's all, all we got. All it's we, literally all, all we got. And our good looks. Exactly. That's true. That's true. And we're in our 30s. So it's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see which one lasts longer. Yeah, it'll be me. But it's, it's good. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 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 oh. looks. Which one lasts longer? <laughs> which one oh, okay. Okay. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can have, you'll have the integrity. Oh, wow. That'll give you. That'll wow. give you. You'll have the integrity wow. longer. I believe you. I, st- I still do comedy. So yeah. you'll have that. <laughs> That's more than fair. See, we went one and one. See, that's uh. good. See, integrity still. You see that? Oh, now you know where Satoya stands. (laughs) (laughs) And we have nothing else to add on this point. Uh, Thank you guys so much for joining us. This was great. I cannot believe we got done under an hour. Please be thankful for this time on Earth. The pandemic is ending. Chances are where you are living, it's, it's, it's coming down to an end. There's just a ton of great wrestling. Mike Galloway is lying to you. The pandemic is not over. Stay hypervigilant at all times, (laughs) guys, because realistically, they're going to try to shove us all out there, and that's fine. Please stay vigilant, okay? This thing is still around here. I know a lot of us are vaccinated. There are variants. There are things. I ain't saying don't live your life, but please engage in risk management. So if you want any type of normalcy back, we have to do the right things. We can't go out here and just have wild monkey sex out in the streets because they said go outside, all right? So, and I understand the impulse to want to get back out there. Let's try to do it smartly as best we can, please. Do watch the news. Do take care of, take care of your health. Please. Yep. Yes, work, please. Work out, take your vitamin D, do what you got to do. Yep. But, you know, again, enjoy yourself, most importantly. Yes. And yes. ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. And we'll see you back next week on Give Me the Book. Peace.